Hello everyone, I'm Shovik Nandi, welcoming you to another episode of the 7th Sense Show. In an earlier episode we discussed about the sensory evaluation where we restricted ourselves to the anatomy of smell and taste. Today I shall talk about an abstract topic and that is multisensory interaction where our psychology has a role to play. Let's first understand a little bit about the anatomy of the tongue. In our mouth, we have about 5,000 to 10,000 taste buds. With age, the number of taste buds reduce and that is the reason children are more picky about food, simply because they have more number of taste buds. There are minute taste pores on your tongue surface inside which there are about 100 to 150 gustatory cells. The flavor molecules dissolve in the saliva and interact with the gustatory cells to generate different signals in our brains. Now we shall talk about the interaction of the sense of taste and the sense of vision. It is very well proven that the people associate colors with taste. For example, green with sour, black with bitter, red with sweet and white with salty. There was a social experiment where they put neutral gelatin in three different bowls dyed with red, yellow and black food colors. Almost 85% of the tasters said that the red one tasted sweet, the yellow one tasted citrus or sour and the black one tasted bitter. While in reality, the gelatins were completely tasteless. That's our vision-based taste bias. Now, let's come to the interaction of the sense of taste and the sense of hearing. There's a reason why fine dining restaurants play piano instrumentals and jazz music, why clubs play hard rock and metal, and why most people find the food served on airplanes utterly bland. It is scientifically proven that loud music makes us drunk faster and makes us rush through the food. Thus, clubs and discos use rock music to grab you by your neck, or rather your ears, and make you order more and more pegs and shots. On the other hand, fine dining restaurants play low tempo music which slows us down and helps us relish the taste and texture of the foods and drinks. There is also a correlation between the types of music and the types of drinks people order. In a disco, where the tempo and amplitude of the music is high, majority of the people order stronger spirits like tequila and vodka, whereas in fine dining restaurants where the tempo of the music is low, majority of the people order wines and beers. It is very unlikely to see someone with a wine glass in a disco or someone ordering tequila shots in a fine dining restaurant. There is also a close association of sounds and tastes in our brains. And that's the reason we often say he or she has a good taste of music, even though taste has got nothing to do with the sense of music and music which is basically a sound has got nothing to do with the sense of taste. Human brain perceives a piano or a violin music as sweet, whereas a high amplitude resonant sound as bitter. Loud background noise such as brownian noise or red noise reduces the sensitivity of our sweet and salt taste receptors. Think about that when you have salted peanuts or some desert 
the next time you're on an airplane. In fact, we need to add 20 to 30 percent more salt and sugar to a food to be served in a plane in order to make it taste the same as on the ground. One flavor sense that is not affected by noise is umami. Umami is a savory taste that we get from monosodium glutamate, which is naturally present in tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese, etc. And that's the reason people prefer tomato soup or Bloody Mary to sweet corn soup or Long Island iced tea during a flight. You can note down the points that I mentioned in this episode and validate it for yourself. That's all for today. If you like the show, you can hear it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other app you use to listen to podcasts. And please don't forget to hit the follow icon. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back soon with other interesting topics. Until then, goodbye.